Well, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, thanks for joining me here at the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and this is Fika with Arctic Eric. This is part 6b in the series Faith in Christ Always. What a joy it is to be able to join with you here at the kitchen table and take these moments together that, by the Holy Spirit and through Scripture, we begin to discover wonderful depths of Jesus Christ. We're looking at the name, for the Scripture says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. Let's look at some of the importance behind this phrase, believe in his name. The name is used for everything which the name covers, everything the thought or feeling of which is aroused in the mind by mentioning, hearing, remembering the name. We also discussed in 6a that the name expresses the sum of the qualities which mark the nature or character of a person. To believe in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is to accept as true the revelation contained in that name, in that title, in that person. So in short, the words in his name or his name refers to everything he is, everything he's done, indeed everything about him, those things which he's accomplished in eternity past and will in eternity future, and those things which he desires to do in each of us daily and through us. So let's begin to look again now at some of these names and titles of Jesus. We said that there are somewhere between 50 and 100, depending upon how you count them. I'm taking a short list of 50, and it's important that we understand so that when that name of Jesus comes to mind, that the depths and the riches, the wisdom and the knowledge that are in him will become ours through knowing what God's will is, what he has done in Christ, and by knowing what God desires to do in us through faith in Christ. He is the focus. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, we're looking here now, number six. He, Christ, is the bread of life because Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and who believes in me will never be thirsty. You know, we pray in the prayer that the Lord gave us, give us this day our daily bread. That is the Christ daily. We dine upon him, upon his faithfulness, his mercy, his goodness, his grace, and many other things daily. Christ is the beloved Son of God. We read in Matthew, And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Christ is God's beloved Son. And he is our elder brother, and he lives in us through the person of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the bridegroom. Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and they will fast. Yeah, there's a wedding coming. 
We are the bride of Christ, the body of Christ, and the day is coming when we will be united with him in an entirely other way. So he is the bridegroom, the one that we keep our eyes upon. And he, Christ, is the chief cornerstone. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. He had been rejected and is still rejected, but the reality is he alone is the chief cornerstone. He is the key. He is the rock. He is the foundation upon which our faith rests and our life stands. Christ is a deliverer. That's one of his names. Listen to what it says. And to wait for the Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. That's 1 Thessalonians 1.10. We're waiting for him, the one who God has raised from the dead. You know, we said earlier, when you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you become right with God. So it's so important that we are waiting for him that we have believed in our heart that God raised him from dead, and therefore we have peace with God. Jesus has delivered us from this wrath that is coming. Don't be deceived. Don't be fooled. God is love and many other things. He's not only and exclusively love, and that is a, a lie that has just permeated much of Christian and world thinking that God is just this mamby-pamby, loves everybody and loves everything kind of God. No, he loves what he loves, and he hates what he hates, and he hates sin. But Jesus has come as a deliverer to deliver us from this coming wrath. That's why we share Christ with those around us, that they too might be torn from darkness and enter his marvelous light through faith in Jesus Christ. We need to, to have the whole understanding that there is a coming wrath. We also see that Jesus is faithful and true. In Revelation we read, I saw heaven opening wide, and before me was a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. Look at this now. He is faithful and true. We focus upon him by faith, and we look at his faithfulness, and that he is truth. And by the spirit of truth in us, who leads us into all truth, we know that Christ is the one, the faithful one, the truthful one, and the truth. And that with justice, he judges and wages war. Listen, there is a coming judgment. There is a coming war. The battle is the Lord's, and it begins now for the souls of men. Right now, you know, there's many miracles. I've seen some incredible miracles in my life, but there is no miracle greater than a human being created in the image and likeness of God, all be that person fallen, when they are ripped from the jaws of eternal hell and brought into the kingdom of of the dear son. 
It's so very important that the Holy Spirit help us and lead us to testify to others about the great things God has done in our lives and be ready an instant in season to give answer to defend that hope that is in us. And that hope is a person. That hope is not in what we do or what organization we belong to or the many activities we're involved with for God. It's about what God has done and faith alone and always in Jesus Christ. We see here that that name includes being the good shepherd. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's John chapter 10. He is a good shepherd. And like God, there is no darkness in him. There is no evil in him. He is the good shepherd. And he wants to show himself and his goodness and his mercy and his grace to all who will accept him. He has laid his life down for his sheep. And we are his sheep through the nude birth. He, Christ, in his name, he's the great high priest. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. What is that confession? What God has said about his Son. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is our Savior. Jesus Christ is King and many, many other things. So we hold fast to that profession, that confession of who he is, and with the idea of who he is in our lives, not just in the pages of the Bible alone, but that that has been written in our heart and a transformation has taken place in our life so that we're confessing and testifying about what he has done. It's not theoretical, it's not only information, but there is a transformation that God desires to do continually. He, Christ, is the head of the church. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church. He is the king and the head and the hope. We are connected directly to him by faith. It's the only army in the world where every soldier has a direct connection to the commander-in-chief. It's incredible. We go on to see his name is Holy Servant. And grant that your bond servants may speak your word with all confidence while you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders take place through your holy servant, Jesus. Now look at this. This is about what God wants to accomplish through us. That through us, we speak with all confidence in what Christ has done and what he desires to do, as through us, he extends his hand out to heal. To heal, first of all, the relationship between fallen man and a holy God, but also that signs and wonders might take place. I take nothing away from the healings that I've witnessed in my life, the miracles that I have seen and been a recipient of. But in all of that, it happened because of Christ. He is God's holy servant, and he desires to serve through us 
to those around us. Jesus is the I am. Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. God will help us to know that he has been, is, and will be. He is eternity, and he desires to take everyone into eternity with him. Obviously, everyone's going to live forever, so it's not a question about how long one's spirit man, the soul of man, lives. It's a question about in what condition will that future eternal life look like. And for us, the eternal life we have is with God because Christ, the eternal one, lives in all who believe so that we can know he is the I am. He is the living God right now. We see here, the name is Emmanuel. She'll give birth to a son, and we'll call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Listen, God is with us, for us, in us. It's remarkable. Christ lives in us through faith. Thank you for that. Christ is the indescribable gift. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Let's learn more and more about all that this gift entails. And the Holy Spirit will help us as we spend time with God in Scripture with the expectation upon the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the glory of Christ Jesus. He's referred to as the judge. He's the one who God appointed as judge to the living and the and the dead. Yep, that's right. There is a judgment coming. And God desires that no one should perish, but that all should repent and turn to God. And when we turn to him, we look at Christ and say yes to him. He's the king of kings. These will wage war against the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them, because He is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with Him are the called and chosen and faithful. Will you be with Him? Are you an overcomer? Are you overcoming by the blood of the Lamb? Are you overcoming by faith? Do you know that He is? Have you declared that he is your Lord, not just that he is the Lord, and not just that he is the Lord of lords and King of kings, but is he your Lord? Have you bowed your knee to him? Is he your king? Is he the one in whom you're trusting in him alone? Oh, the Lamb of God. The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You know, sin is the A number one problem. Sin is the problem. And John saw Jesus and said, look, and he's saying that to everyone continually. Look, 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 the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Your sin, my sin. Isn't that marvelous? Jesus is the light of the world. He declares, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life. 
we don't have to walk in doubt and faithlessness and unbelief. We don't have to walk in the dark because Christ is the light. But there is something important we see here. Whoever follows him will not walk in darkness. So it's not about just meeting him and knowing a lot of information about him. And that's good that we meet him and know some things about him. But his desire is that we walk with him by the Spirit, day by day, moment by moment, so that we'll be walking in the light. The Bible says if we'll walk in the light as he is in the light, his blood will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Wow, the blood of the Lamb. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scrolls and its seven seals. You know, the Bible talks about another lion, talks about our enemy, but it says that he goes around as or like a roaring lion but he doesn't have any teeth and he doesn't have any claws. There is but one lion. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. We see here in number 24, he's the Lord of all. For this reason also, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee will bow of those who are on heaven and on earth and under the earth, that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay, that's it today. We've uh, covered down through number 24, looking at things uh, about the name, the name that we believe in, the name of Jesus Christ. What does that involve? And may we continue to meditate upon him the one in whom all eternal wisdom and knowledge is made available to us through Scripture by the Holy Spirit. Well, thanks again for being here at the kitchen table. I look forward to the next time we meet. God bless you. Good day.